Welcome back to the Power Mom Minute Podcast. This is episode 18 and part two of my interview with Jesse Draper. If you missed part one, hit pause, go back to episode 17, and take a listen. For those of you who don't know Jesse, she is a badass mom. She's a mom of two and also the founder of Halogen Ventures, which is a venture capital firm based here in Los Angeles. In part one, we talked all about her behind the scenes of how she makes it work, balancing her career and her home life. And now diving into part two, we go into more wellness and self-care. We talk all about Jesse's morning routine, her favorite products and service, and what she does to nourish herself. After Jesse had her second kid, she had a bit of a health scare that pushed her into really prioritizing her health. I know for us mamas, sometimes we overlook our needs in order to accommodate our kids. So grab your cold cup of coffee and tune in this week. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm curious, what do you do for yourself daily that's just for you? Like something just to fill yourself up. Yeah, it's so funny. I think I'm trying to find that. I just had a conversation with my husband, full disclosure, after a overwhelmed meltdown, which happens on occasion with being a mom. (laughs) And uh And he's like, you need to find something for you. I'm like, I know, but I don't know what that is, you know? And my husband's so good at saying like, I'm going golfing and just going golfing. And I'm like, for six hours on a Saturday and like one, I hate golf. It's like the worst sport of all time because it's just like avoiding children. Like it's the worst. I make make Mike take chase now. I'm like, it's like he just leaves and then I'm like okay cool how come he feels the confidence and like okay with a Saturday and just leaving for six hours and I think for me I I protect my weekends I really try not to work on the weekends that's my I'm all in with my kids but I'm like why can't I just take an hour to go hiking or whatever I mean I love hiking and yeah I had a real after the second kid and I'd be curious how all the moms out there feel and how you felt but one kid it's sort of like you hand them off to the other parent. I have to go do this. I have to go do this. And you Mm -hmm. hand the kid back and forth Two kids, especially for men, it's like loss of freedom. And they're like, Oh my God, I have no freedom. Now I have to take care of two children every time I'm home. And it's not so easy anymore. Like I really have to be on all of the time. And that truly two kids, I think truly brought me to my knees. And my husband and I went through a real, like just ups and downs, you know, also lack of sleep is something to take into account. But I actually, we went on a vacation, which I feel like I never get those vacations. And I was so excited to get there. Like I was, my parents were going to be there and I was like, I'm going to 
I just have to like, I kept, I could like see it in the horizon. I'm like, I just have to get through this week and then I'm going on vacation. And so vacation you think would be like the most relaxing or what have you. Uh, not when you're 24 seven with two kids, oh. it is not relaxing. No matter how much family you have with you, it really? is not. <laughs> not at all. And so I had a three month old, so I wasn't sleeping. And then I had my toddler and then my husband was doing work trips. So he luckily had just flown in this particular night because it was on the weekend, but I in about 24 hours, I just, it was just like a whole bunch of weird things. First, my kid went down the slide and like broke one of my fingers. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like my finger's broken. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to hop in the ocean. Like I haven't done that in years. Like I just, I'm in the ocean. I like hop in the ocean, literally hop, tear my calf in two. It pops. <laughs> so then I can't walk. And then my husband comes back and I just, I go to sleep that night. I'm so tired and I wake up, I'm on crutches. I like go, it was like a hundred degrees, hundred percent humidity, like just to give like a sort of like perception of this vacation, but it was just a hot day. And then I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and I wake up and I just pass out. It's like, I was literally just going to the bathroom or something. And I, my husband found me just like, just like couldn't come to was out. Like you just like faint or did you, but they couldn't resuscitate me or whatever. So I'm like emergency evacuated. Like, Oh my goodness. It was crazy. And (laughs) you know, in the moment you never know what's going on and you don't know what's wrong and whatever. Mm -hmm. But about a week later after like I was hydrated and a million other things, I was like, I just like, wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't even mm-hmm. drinking water. I was taking Were you care breastfeeding of too? I was breastfeeding. Oh God. I was, you know, you're just, you, mm-hmm. it was like I hit a wall and you forget to take care of yourself with a baby. Right. Uh, and so now, you know, when you ask what I do for myself every day, like I really, I just, I hit a wall and I was like, I need to start taking, being a little selfish. Like it's okay if my kid cries in the morning for a minute. And And it's not selfish, by the way. It's not (laughs) selfish when you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of others. It's not selfish. Just (laughs) so I like let my kid cry now in the morning and I make sure that I've gone to the bathroom. I've brushed my teeth and washed my face and I drank like, you know, 17, whatever, like a whole yeah. bunch of water, basically like uh, um, two cups of water. And so now those are the three things that I make sure that I've done, which is like, now that I think about it, kind of sad if I'm like, yeah, I drink water and I go to the bathroom, but I just make sure that I'm taking care of in the morning mm-hmm. so that I can start my day. And then like, I'm like, am I okay? Am I hydrated? okay, I can go get my kids now because I think I wasn't even doing those basic human needs before. And so I think it's like everyone has that kind of come to Jesus moment, which I think I just had a real come to Jesus moment. Also like not so fun taking care of a, a three month old with no leg. It was like, oh, <laughs> but I got a knee scooter. So that and happened no finger to too. Knee scooter like life-changing. Oh my goodness. So would you say that's kind of your morning ritual? Like your the first 20 minutes of your morning, like the minute you wake up, what does that look like? I, the first 20 minutes of my morning. Yes. My son Phoenix, even though we got him that little green light that turns on and he's supposed to wait in there until the green light turns on, he doesn't, he comes in, he peels my eyelids open and he's like, (laughs) mommy, I want a smoothie. These three friends are coming over. We're going to do this. And it's going to be a pool party. And I'm like, okay, so that's not what's happening today, uh, but let me wake up. And so then 
I tell him to go get dressed and then I usually like have a couple minutes and he'll sometimes be in like just in attendance and just kind of around me while I do it. But I'm like, I'm doing my thing, I'm drinking my water, I'm going to the bathroom. And then, and then I go, I get up my other son because he's still in a crib and to change his diaper and help him with everything. And then, and then I cook a full breakfast. Like I'm up from like, I spend six to 8am with my kids every day. If I can, sometimes six to seven 30 my kids, I just, I feel like I spoil, spoil them so much. Cause they'll be like, I want bacon and eggs in the morning and I'll do truly bacon and eggs. Usually they, we do a smoothie that I just make the night before so that they can grab it if I'm not awake and then they get something in them. So they're not screaming at me. And then I'll kind of like cook eggs and I need eggs too. I'm like such an like breakfast person. It's my only meal. If, if I have to miss every other meal, it's like, I'll just eat a huge breakfast. And so I'll do bacon and eggs or sausage and eggs for them, which sounds crazy. And um, I'm sorry to all the moms out there. I'm not trying to make you do more work. Don't like that's my time with my kids. So like, that's how I look at it. And then our nanny comes, you know, a seven 30 or eight, it depends what day. And then I'm usually like on calls, maybe from home or like in the car, but I try to kind of get out the door sometimes, like as any working mom knows, like you had do have to work from home on occasion. And those days are so tough because like the kids are screaming and is screaming at you or want your attention or what have you. So I'm trying now to, even if I don't have a meeting at eight or eight 30 or whatever, I try to just like be out the door so that I'm being productive because those are my work hours. So that's my first, that's kind of like my morning ritual. I mean, it's really just like survival with the kids, get them fed. I keep thinking, do you guys do this? Like like I'm like I want to lay out my clothes like I did oh. when I was a little kid, and I never do it. Like on a Sunday, I want to like make a cute outfit for every day. Never. Hey, I want a meal plan. It's it's a fantasy of mine. I'm like I want a meal plan and I want to lay out my clothes. The problem is, is my I mean Chase is kind of like Phoenix in which they're very independent, and so Chase has to dress himself. Like, and he usually bases it off of Mike's wardrobe now, which is even weirder. So he'll like come in the bathroom and thank God he doesn't like to wake me up, but he goes in the bathroom when Mike's showering and he'll wait. And then he's like, daddy, what are you wearing? And if like Mike's in like black pants, he'll put on black pants. And Mike's like, you do realize Chase that daddy wears not like exciting clothes to work every day. It's like, you know, the tech outfit, it's like gray, black or blue, black. Like it's really just boring. And so Chase will literally match his outfit. I am so terrible. I am like the most disorganized person in the morning because I'm not a morning person. Yeah. So if I like even can get out of bed, like and out of pajamas by like 730, it's a miracle. <laughs> I'm usually in pajamas, but at 7:30, still while doing breakfast and things. But oh I can't God. lay out my clothes, and I'm indecisive too. So I'm like, it just depends on how I feel that day. Like, do I feel like wearing bright colors? Or yeah, yeah. I You're should simplify indecisive. though. It's like I feel that I'm indecisive and I'm tired. I'm not awake yeah, yet. Yeah, so exactly. Like, oh, this feels like yeah. I've been trying to like, how do we become more decisive? Because I feel like we should just pick an mm-hmm. outfit and move forward. Like the Steve Jobs thing, like, you know, minimal decisions. And that's what they say. Like when you have kids, like make Tuesday, like taco night, make, just make things like an order. So that way, like, and have a capsule wardrobe and all of these fantasy things that I wish I could do, but I, I, I just, I, yeah, I can't. (laughs) I'm big on jeans and a blazer. And Mm. it doesn't really matter to me if I'm wearing a pajama shirt or like a (laughs) t-shirt underneath the blazer. Like I feel like I'm dressed as long as I have yeah. a blazer and jeans on. 
And then it's like, luckily there is some weird style right now. Maybe I think there is, and I'm just like not cued in, but like, I do think you could wear a t-shirt with a blazer. You can wear a button down with a blazer. You can wear whatever. That is a pretty staple right now. Right now being pregnant, I can't really do that. But so I'm like, what actually fits right now? I feel like when I'm traveling though, I'm so much more efficient. Like, well, yeah. one, my kids aren't there, but like I pack like exactly. I'm like multi-use outfits, mix and match, like have, I'm so good at packing and so good at work travel and terrible bringing nothing. at home. You yeah. Nothing. It's like, this is the outfit. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. That's one thing I need to work on too, is just, I think efficiency and yeah. maybe it's a male thing, but like, I feel like my husband's really efficient with that. Like with his breakfast, with everything, like yeah. he's really efficient at things and he's always on time. I've never, I'm terrible at being on time. We're both sort of on time. What I hate is like men always want to shower at the last minute. And I'm like, it would just make me feel better if I could be the one last to shower, you know, like he's like, Oh, I have to shower. I'm like, we're supposed to leave right now. Why didn't you shower two hours ago? You know, like I just got the kids ready, did all this stuff. And now I have to shower, but yeah. So I was going to ask, do you have any favorite like apps or, well, you said your books, so we're going to have to get that book, any programs, any things that like help you in life right now? Like whether it's some of my friends say, I actually use a sauna in my family life, you know, for work and family, because it keeps everyone on the same page and kind of like the whole book, you can assign tasks and it's not like it's your ownership. Do you have any favorite like resources right now, whether it be, you know, meal delivery to apps to anything that helps you be more efficient in life. So we, I mean, this is going to be like shameless plugs, but they do help me. We uh, have a company called Weelicious that um, I love uh, them. Yes, they're great. And she has this one potato meal delivery service for families. So it's sort of like one meal and she's coming out with lunches and she just came out with this great smoothie book. Uh, Her name's Catherine McCord and she's amazing. And actually I've been trying to, she literally just came out with this smoothie book and I've been trying to make a smoothie every day where I was always making them for my kids because it's just efficient to get food in them in the morning. But then now it's like my husband and I are making them too, because she makes them very healthy. And you're like, this could be my breakfast, you know? And so we have that. And then just things for the, all the moms out there. I mean, it's so hard to get to the salon. It's so hard to get, you know, do anything for yourself. I'm with glam squad. And I think a lot of people don't know they do nails. They'll come to your house. They do. Yeah. They'll do nails and they'll come to your house. So like 9 PM on a Tuesday, I'll be like, Oh, I just want to get my nails done. And it's like, I always think salons should open earlier or something, you know, and they don't, they do work hours and it's like, no one can squeeze it in during work hours. And so that's something I do, I guess, for myself, it's kind of messed up, but it's like the beauty regimens get really like the shaft and then, yeah. And then what else? I mean, yeah, the fair play book, you guys have to read. It's brand new. Um, and I have no tie to this book. I just am obsessed with how she broke it down for families and makes it kind of fair. It's literally fair play. And then um, I'm trying to think of like what I'm reading right now, but I'd say, do you have time to read or do you, are you an audible person? <laughs> I read, I do read a lot because on planes, oh, I'll yeah. be like, okay, I'm going to give myself like the first hour or whatever and just like read something. So I just read the Harvey Weinstein sexual harassment thing, Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, which I highly recommend. It was just wild and crazy to understand how the media is so controlled by like five men but a really quick read if you need something. I don't know, but that's not necessarily helpful to moms, but (laughs) you should read it anyway. 
but I do, I try to read a lot or at least like skim a lot. And I mean, I don't have all the answers. I think we're all just figuring it out. Like I, I have a lot of questions for all you moms out there, <laughs> honestly, but, but yeah, I think those, and then I'd say smoothies are my like godsend. I, j- I basically just, you know, we make like four smoothies a night. So we have two in the morning and then two for like a snack in the afternoon. And then I can just grab them and give them to the kids and it's cheaper than buying all the packets. And, you know, I just, and our kids will consume them. I feel like sometimes our kids are picky eaters and like won't eat certain things or whatever. Do you put veggies in yours? Yes. My kids think that they're supposed to be green because, but they don't know that that's what spinach like actually tastes like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So last final two questions. What is one piece of advice you'd give to the pre-mom you? So to all the non-moms out there or the ones who want to have kids about also like working and work-life balance and all of that, if you could turn back time and give advice to pre-mom Jessie, what would you tell her? I tell her to have a whole lot of fun (laughs) Um, because things change dramatically after you have children. But I... I definitely had a lot of fun before I had kids. I think just in terms of like my twenties, oh, my twenties, so freeing, but like live a free life. And also just in terms of career focus, because I think I felt like I had to do a million things and it didn't become clear to me till after I was a mom that like, there were a lot of unnecessary things I was filling my time with, whether it be like a meeting with someone that didn't like move the business forward in some way, or, you know, you just kind of fill your time versus being like, what are my priorities for the week? And what am I trying to accomplish this week? And hone in on those, like focus more. Mm -hmm. But I also think when you're younger, you're like, Try everything. Trying everything. So I think you do need a little of that, but I think I was definitely less focused. Okay. And then what do you think your mom's superpower is? So what is your mom's superpower that makes you a better mom in business? So something that you acquired once you became a mom that maybe you didn't have before, but now that helps you out in business. My superpower negotiation. I am a master negotiator. I, that's like a big claim. Like that actually came off very much stronger than I anticipated, (laughs) but I, um, my, I realized that it's translated into my children and it actually came back. Like my kids negotiate better than I do. And I know they learned that from me. And so it's given me a lot more confidence in my negotiating skills where with your kids, you're like, how do I save time and negotiate this and just win in the beginning? I'm trying to think of an example. Like my son will say something like, can I have a popsicle? And I'll say no. And then five minutes later, I'll be like, okay, cool. Can you go clean your room? And he'll be like, and then I can have a popsicle. And I'm like, how you just, that was good, you know? And he just thinks ahead in how can he get what he wants. And I know that's because I'm thinking that way. And I think in work, I just wasn't aware that that's what I was doing before. And now I feel like I can jump to the end and like get pin people in a corner and get what we need for a business much more quickly. Oh, I like that. So I think negotiation, you learn so much about negotiation from your kids because it's all about negotiation. It really is. It's like a constant battle. I always say I'm negotiating with a terrorist when I talk to my toddlers. Oh yeah. I'm like, how is this possible? Like, and how are you winning too? Like sometimes I'm like, what what just happened? (laughs) 
You I know. Did I, I thought I said no, no, mommy just caved. Cause I just didn't want to hear it anymore, but yeah, no, that's a good skill. So I actually forgot to ask. So I was going to close this, but I wanted to ask you one last question. Do you have board meetings then with your own family? Since you kind of grew up and you said like things were a board meeting. I was curious because at preschool, we learned about having like family meetings, which kind of sounds like a board meeting where you actually ask your toddler these things and like get their opinion. So they feel bought into the family. I was curious. Yeah. Translating from your past, do you have board meetings? We do. We, we have family dinners and we have family discussions. I think my older son, you know, he's still four. So he's kind of learning. He's able to participate a little more. My younger son isn't quite there, but I yeah. see us getting there where, yeah, my son, will, and now my son feels like the confidence to come up with ideas for the house. Like mommy, when the vase broke, I I thought, oh, instead of a vase, we could put a Lego there, you know? And it's like, okay, good. I'm glad you're like confident that you can solve this problem and have say in our household, whether it's about Legos and broken faces or whatever. I think it is important. And there's this whole idea around like the family meal. I mean, that's a very grounding thing to a child I've read a lot about. And so I hope that we can encompass that. And I worry about all the screens, you know, everyone has screens all the time. And so I, I try to like be like, no TVs, no phones, let's sit down and have a discussion. How was your day at school? And and then my husband will always like have a little golf game on, on some iPad in the corner. And I'm like, no, everything's off. We are talking to our children. Minus Twitter. Twitter's the bane of my existence. Twitter and and golf. Yeah. I was going to say, well, our husband's kind of like the same thing. So I'm always like, Mike, I feel like Twitter is like that girlfriend you're like cheating with or something like I can see it I'm like I know what it looks like I see you at the dinner table with it put it away and he's like you're always on your phone too I'm like no I'm not not at dinner <laughs> and we're in golf yeah but we do we have family board meetings I think okay. those become more and more important as the kids get older I don't know how all of you feel but yeah it's important to find that family time and for us it might not be every night you know like i definitely try to do it a couple times over the weekends and hopefully like one or two nights during the week but i don't know i just feel like life has gotten busier and busier and maybe it's just like this current time but it's like we have so many ways to communicate so many things to do it's really important we slow down for our kids when we're with our kids and try and compartmentalize like all of the anxieties of the world while we raise these children of the future who will take care of us and you know fix all the world's problems and cure global warming and whatever. But I think we all need to take a step back and slow down with our kids. So those family meetings, I believe are incredibly important. I love that. So where can we find you? Halogenvc.com. And I'm on Instagram at Jesse C. Draper. And I'm very vocal as an imperfect mom on Instagram. And uh, I do feel like that's where I vent. And I'm like, I failed as a mom today, you know, because I think everyone's posting all these pretty perfect things. And it's just, it's not real. We're all just figuring it out and no one's perfect and no one's life looks like so Instagram filtered. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I loved our conversation and yes, I'm going to have to check out all those books. So thank you, Jesse. Yes. Thank you for having me. And you know, to all of your listeners, like I'm glad you're listening that you have a great mama leading, leading the way here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the power mom minute podcast. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for the episode and other goodies over at powermomminute.com. 
And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I'd be so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Each week, I will be reading some of those reviews on air. So stay tuned and you might just hear yours. Thank you so much again, beautiful mamas, and I'll see you here next time.